Welcome to the Bioethics Podcast, a project of Bioethics.com and the Center for Bioethics and Human Dignity. I'm Matthew Epinet, Assistant Director of the Center for Bioethics and Human Dignity. In this edition of the Bioethics Podcast, we begin a series of occasional columns on neuroethics. Brought to us courtesy of Ethics in Medicine, an international journal of bioethics, the column Gray Matters is written by neurologist Dr. William P. Cheshire. In this, the first column, Dr. Cheshire provides an introduction to an overview of the relatively new field of neuroethics. First, though, as I mentioned last week, we're well into planning next summer's conference, Bioethics Nexus, the Future of Healthcare, Science, and Humanity. The plan for the conference is to spend a bit of time the first night looking at where bioethics has come from, where it is currently, and then spend the bulk of our time over the next two days looking at where various areas of bioethics are headed in the years to come. Speaker invitations are still in process, but we've already confirmed several speakers, including Dr. Alvin Plantinga, the John A. O'Brien Professor of Philosophy at Notre Dame University. Dr. Plantinga is often identified as the most important Christian philosopher of the last 40 years. Dr. Brent Waters, author of the recent book, from human to posthuman, will bring a plenary address focusing on the future of humanity in our technologically oriented postmodern society. And Dr. David Prentice, who has been traveling the world this year, will address global bioethics issues. Bioethics Nexus is scheduled for July 12 through 14, 2007, and several four credit educational opportunities will be available before, during, and after the conference. I'll have more information for you in the weeks and months to come, but go ahead and mark your calendars, July 12 through 14, 2007. Gray Matters, Neuroscience, Nuance, and Neuroethics by William P. Cheshire, M.D. A primary task of ethics is to recognize valid distinctions in the face of uncertainty concerning moral obligations. When wrestling with life's toughest questions, facts are often incompletely accessible or their interpretations ambiguous. Available theoretical approaches often yield conflicting solutions. When confronted with healthcare dilemmas in particular, people differ in how they prioritize and apply their personal values to reach decisions that entail life-altering consequences. These are the gray matters of bioethics. Their blurry contours outline what is known, what can be known, and what should be done. Somewhere between bright evidence and unfathomable unknown, between lucid right and shadowy wrong, between decisive resolve and oblivious apathy, lies a vast expanse of ethical gray. Bioethical grayness is anything but dull. Things unelucidated challenge the mind to explore and wonder. Matters undecided invite heartfelt reflection, abstract reasoning, serious discussion and debate. Grayness allows openness to creative interaction. Nor is grayness absolutely impenetrable. For those who dwell amidst ethical gray, grayness teaches the worth of clarity, which must be patiently sought. Grayness is an ever-present reminder 
of human finitude. Its ambiguity inhibits our fixation on things that are fading and of no lasting consequence. Its indefiniteness suggests that what most strongly motivates us may not be what is immediately visible. The lack of clarity along Gray's continuum compels the restless mind to seek what lies beyond. How life is lived depends on what gray dwellers make of shades of gray. Gray matters. It is, of course, gray matter that bioethicists bring to bear on these gray matters. The gray matter refers to that part of the brain which, if sliced open, appears gray, in contrast to myelinated white matter, and consists of the cerebral cortex as well as the subcortical nuclei, such as the hippocampus, thalamus, and basal ganglia. In general, cerebral gray matter is that part of the brain responsible for information processing, whereas white matter, which connects regions of gray matter, is responsible for information transmission. Gray matter thus has connotations both anatomical and philosophical. Neuroethics is the realm where cerebral ethical gray matters interpenetrate. The discipline of neuroethics considers the ethical implications of advances in neurosciences, drawing from the fields of clinical neurology, neuropsychiatry, neuropsychology, neuroimaging, neuropharmacology, neurogenetics, neuropathology, nanomedicine, and computer science. The neurosciences are yielding exciting capabilities to measure healthy and disordered brain function, to detect and alter the course of brain diseases, as well as to understand the nature of the neural processes that correspond to the human mind. The potential health benefits of neuroscience are enormous. The implication for ethics are profound, for the object of neuroscientific study is the very organ that engages in ethical contemplation. As neuroscience probes the intricate structure and cellular behavior of gray matter, the scientifically informed brain is challenged in new ways to comprehend its own nature, its origin, its purpose, and its relationship to others. Not only are bodily perception and movement subject to scientific investigation, but with the advent of functional imaging techniques and less invasive methods of stimulating the brain, Neuroscience is able to offer increasingly sophisticated descriptions of the neural basis of higher cognitive functions. These include aspects of moral reasoning, intention, consciousness, empathy, belief, and spiritual experience. Functional imaging studies of higher cognitive functions are identifying and mapping configurations of gray matter activation that correspond to thoughts that previously were the exclusive domain of private reflection or which occur beneath the threshold of conscious awareness. The neural pathways that subserve moral judgments and ethical reasoning are coming into scientific view in unprecedented detail. Their interpretation falls to gray matter. How society assigns meaning to the brain phenomena that correspond to social interactions, personal beliefs, moral conscience, philosophical analysis, as well as the drive to conduct scientific research has intriguing implications for human self-understanding and its translation into culture. 
consider the far-reaching implications of neuroscience for ethical decision-making. Do subjective judgments carry moral weight if they can be shown to arise from brain states describable in physical terms? Might physical models of the brain invalidate the wisdom of moral repugnance? Should what has been called the yuck factor be understood simply as a conditioned neurochemical reflex? Are reason and logic reducible to cerebral biochemistry? Can physical models of the brain succeed in explaining away religious belief? How might human thought be a given reality? And how might it, and ethics, become subject to reshaping? Neuroethics also has subtle implications for the character of human interaction. What boundaries should be respected in order that innovative freedoms of communication do not excessively intrude into personal privacy? As powerful new computers augment their performance by more closely imitating the brain and becoming more user-friendly by mimicking the outward expression of human emotions, shall we in turn find ourselves imitating our computers in a quest for maximum efficiency? What is it about human language that transcends sheer information transmission? Further questions for neuroethics concern the proper place and limits of medical models of human thought and behavior. Should drugs be used to enhance cognition in normal individuals? When is it appropriate to manage social misbehavior with psychotropic medications? Would it be wise to edit away unpleasant memories if that were possible? Neuroethics also has implications for the integrity of personal responsibility. Can neuroscience demonstrate whether mental agency is determined or free? What should be the role of neuroscientific evidence in ascertaining legal responsibility for crimes? Many will recall Agatha Christie's fictional detective, Hercule Poirot, who brilliantly solved crimes by use of what he called his little gray cells. Poirot's success notwithstanding, contemporary neuroscience recognizes that intelligence is also a matter of how well the gray regions of the brain intercommunicate. Whereas gray matters... Gray is not all that matters. Likewise, neuroscience matters, but it should be remembered that physical descriptions cannot supply a complete explanation of the human mind. A nuanced view of neuroethics recognizes that between the lines of black and white data that neuroscience generates lie shades of meaning irreducible to material mechanisms. Great thoughts do not consist in clusters of reflexively firing neurons, although neurons may represent them. Amazingly, it is neurons that give expression to the human longings that inspire moral imagination. Such aspirations brightly overshadow the grayest gray. As we welcome progress in neuroscience, let us conscientiously explore the fullness of neuroethics. The journey into neuroethics will not have been exhausted when the hairs of generations to come have turned gray. That was Gray Matters, Neuroscience, Nuance, and Neuroethics by William P. Cheshire, M.D. Dr. Cheshire is Associate Professor of Neurology at the Mayo Clinic in Jacksonville, Florida, and Director of Biotech Ethics for the Center for Bioethics and Human Dignity. This article originally appeared in Ethics and Medicine, an International Journal of Bioethics, Volume 22, Issue 2.
The text of this article, complete with references, is posted at cbhd.org. The Bioethics Podcast is a project of Bioethics.com and the Center for Bioethics and Human Dignity. The Center for Bioethics and Human Dignity is dedicated to exploring the nexus of biomedicine, biotechnology, and our common humanity. Our website, cbhd.org, has a wealth of materials on a wide range of bioethical issues. For more information about the Center, and to support the work of the Center and projects like this podcast, please visit our website, cbhd.org. And please visit bioethics.com for daily posts on bioethics news and issues. My name is Matthew Epinet, and I'm the Assistant Director at the Center for Bioethics and Human Dignity. I'd like to hear your thoughts about the Bioethics Podcast. Write to me at matthew at cbhd.org. Thank you for listening to the Bioethics Podcast.